Hey, everyone. Um, welcome to the Learning to Lose podcast <clears throat> with Patrick Ridge and Billy Brandenburg. Is that what your name is, Billy? William Rudolph Brandenburg. Um, t- t- tonight, um, tonight's a little bit more of a mellow night. Um, this might actually be the shortest podcast we've ever recorded. Um, how you okay, doing? Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs> we just said, <laughs> well, you go, how are you? Me? I'm, I'm good. Yeah. You seem like, like really good. Actually. You walked in here. Hmm. Do you yell at me when? Oh, the other night. Yeah. Um, no, it's kind of like you said. I just got tired of being like selfish and scared and worried about third world shit. Third world shit. Third dimensional shit. Oh, three. Well, yeah. Oh, and you've been rocketed into the fourth dimension. I don't know about that, but I'm <clears throat> definitely feeling like less afraid and less and more about just being happy to be able to like show up for things. Like right now. Yeah. Like, um, were, and you weren't, were you not feeling that way earlier today or? I've been overwhelmed ever since the breakup and even before. Ever since the breakup? The split between me and Angela. Well, yeah, but that, I mean, that was. Four months ago. <laughs> My shit still, you know. Five, six months ago. I mean, Yeah, but it was a lot. There's a whole kid and legal and there's the business and the booking and the yeah. business and moving twice and here and there and then fighting with Charlie and every step of the way is, you know, it's something. Yeah. And, you know, I couldn't always show up for my life or, you know, other people. So it's a nice thing. You know, there's something... Like, I'm just realizing right now that there is something amazing about just just two people talking. I feel like it's, like, too much sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, we can just, like, really get into it. I'm sick of not going deeper with these fucking people. We need to be more careful who we, who we have on this fucking podcast, you know? I don't know. I mean, I enjoyed everybody's stories. Yeah. It's just so, sometimes people just get carried away and I don't know. So 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 before the meeting were you not as good as after? Seemed kind of like after you got back from in and out there was a shift that happened. Maybe you ate that burger and I definitely do not eat enough. Right. It affects my my mind. Dude, if I don't eat, I'm like really not in a good mood. Yeah, hangry. Yeah, it's weird. It's not even like that I'm hungry. It's almost like, it's like fuel. It's like I don't have fuel. Like I can't start my day without... It, it's not just because I'm hungry. It's like uh, it's like I'm empty, and I need to just kind of like fill the tank, and then I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go. But it's not just food. It's like I need to get some kind of like 
caffeine or and some of it might a lot of it might just be like a mental obsession like a like I, when I was seeing my psychiatrist, he used to ask me because I got put on this OCD medication, um, Lexapro, which is also an antidepressant. And he, we would talk about how, like, why do I like need to eat? Like, I need to do certain things, or else my mind is just like, like I'm I, curious why. Like, if I see shit on the floor, like I need to vacuum it. I cannot move on. I can't like let things go. I don't know. I think that like needing to eat or be on some sort of routine is kind of like a little bit OCD or something. You know, Jonathan's right. You know, you always tell me not to say I can't do this or I'm sick of hearing it. You say it a lot. Yeah. Like just right now? Mm Mm-hmm. What did I say right now? Can't start my day without eating. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I can. It just seems that I'm um, just saying that you, you, you pipe up when I say that. Right. So I'm just letting you know that you say it too. Oh my God. But, but I'm like over here, like doing so much because I believe that I can. Right. But what's that have to do with what I'm saying? Uh, um, it has a lot to do with what you're saying because I am, I am a can do kind of person. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. So when I say I can't, like Jonathan, like I hear what he's saying and I respect it, but like um, I don't really mean I can't. What I mean is when I don't eat. I understand. Yeah, like you said, we get hangry. You don't have to explain it. I was just saying that you say the same thing. That, yeah, but yeah. I'm a can't-do person. You're yeah. right. Uh, oh, my God, I can't do this. Yeah, no but, way. Right. Is this even possible for right. me? Yeah, So, and I am, I am a can-do person. And that's, you know, I think actions speak a lot louder than words. But also, I agree. Like, I, I, I can get out of um um Wickham will you do me a favor oh fucking look at that we're getting some fucking dope Wickham's get giving us some uh yeah so um Billy's talking about like um affirmations like well I mean if you go around if I go around saying I can't I don't know though. The reason I say I can't think like on my own and I always go to the negative is just because that's just the way it it always happens that way. And I always go back to that, you know, but, uh, basically a big theme of tonight was talking about, I will like, I, I, I will get out of fear. I'm out. I'm going to thank you for, thank you God for, you know, taking away the fear for taking away. Like now, even if it does, even if you don't see it happening, you say that it's happening and it's, for me, it's effective. Yeah. Thank you for healing me, even though I'm sick. Right. Thank you for the money. Thank you for all the money. I've been saying that for a while and the money's coming. Huh? Try not to limit myself in speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so let's talk about something well i mean we are 
What are we talking about? We're talking about like, you know, like, you know, not being able to saying you can't start your day without eating or you can't start your day without being in fear and flipping that around to saying like, I can, that's, that's like, we're, we're right now. What we're talking about is of depth and weight. Yeah. I also, this is splitting hairs, but I don't phrase it. I can, we can like me and God or me and others. Uh huh. And I don't say that I can, but I say, yeah, I guess I just try not to ever put the power in my, 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 like how dope would it be if we had like two guys with like roaming cameras, like he's getting like some serious shots of us right now. This is very serious. When, when, when when normally I'm no, I'm saying what if there was like one person on you and one person on me and like the video podcast looked better. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's just, you, you do what you can, you know? Thanks, Webcom, for the serious shots. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, I've, uh, you know, I don't want to keep beating a dead horse, but if I were to call you and uh, tell you about what I'm struggling with right now, like as my sponsor. You mean on the phone? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would. I would say, I'm in. I'm in some fear about, you know, finances, and um, you know, I, I, I. Why don't you try this as my as a sponsor direction? <clears throat> Just what we talked about. Thank you, God, for taking care of my finances. Thank you for the yeah. abundance. Thank you for giving me more money than I know what to do with. Uh, help me to be responsible with it and do the right thing. And just start saying that prayer all the time. Every time you start getting in fear, just flip it, your attention to that. Well, I won't say just, but it takes effort. Flip your attention to abundance or even just something else. Like Golden Key or even something else. Because, mm. you know, your attention is where you, uh, that's where life is. That's where your life's going to happen. I mean, I, I did that today, and it, it was good. I was started focusing on the trees and stuff, and yeah. then my attention was no longer on what a piece of shit this person is, or that person, or myself. Or Focus whoever. on what you do have. That too. I mean, I'm just I'm just gonna paint like the, a little bit of a picture for you, like so. Say you have this new source of income and it's based on subscribers and now oh cool you get a certain amount and then you start to see them it go down yeah it's concerning and fear inducing yes i i get it yeah so what would you do in that situation pray a lot so like my thing is like get into action Cause the fear, if I know I'm doing everything I can, it, it helps me 
be less afraid. Oh yeah, for sure. And then I, I then I'm actually turning it around. I'm actually gonna. I like will force. I will like force. I will fix the problem with sheer willpower, which is like the opposite of what they say to do in AA. But there is a balance. It's not. It's not that simple. And, and that's where the struggle comes in as an alcoholic. Is like now I'm putting my energy into something. And it's hard to stay detached from the results, but that's the balance. And that's the tricky part of life is that we can't just wake up and like completely give it to God. We have to like, we have to like do this weird balancing act of like putting our energy, you know, out there and, 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 and doing the marketing and doing the jobs and trying to do your best. And then, and then inevitably when we do that, we, now we're like emotionally invested and then we have to like detach ourselves. It's like, it's like a fucking balancing act. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear you, but I think that you can totally turn it over to God. I mean, I just read today. It's the, the spirations. There's two spirations in life. One is inspiration and the other is perspiration. The like one is work, but the other is inspiration and inspiration comes from higher power. And when you're inspired, you do fucking good shit, and you're into it. So press, press, perspiration. Perspiration. Did I? Yeah, like I said that wrong. Perspiration. What is like, perspiration? Perspiration is like sweating. Yeah. Like doing, like Working, exert, exerting effort in. Yeah. Exerting energy. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is inspiration. I mean, I'm like filled to the brim with both of those things. That's great. Yeah. But I'm also filled to the brim with um, expectations and fears. And But Wickham, can I see the video that you're talking about that people were like saying I looked like I lost weight in? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that, that helped me. Well, because I have been working out three days a week with Mike and that, that's been good, I think. And like just kind of trying to eat better, but. Yeah, for sure. Um, so how is, like, where are you at with all your, your life stuff? Oh, uh, when, when was this? A while ago, actually. Oh, this is, like, not recently, and my boobies are jiggling around. Dude, they're saying you look good. Well, they're saying I look good on this post? Yeah. Yeah, this was like. Yeah, this is like two weeks ago. And I'm trying to inspire. I'm literally in that video. I'm trying to inspire Wickham. And that was before the short film. Wickham, will you sit down? Let's talk to Wickham a little bit here because this guy. I don't know if he's humble enough to talk to. Though. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> just kidding. Because Wickham just, Wickham just, you know, uh, he just helped me accomplish like a dream. Yeah. I, I've been having this dream for a while now and I feel like we haven't really done it. We have not put out like an actual full like cohesive 
film, like a story. I, I guess I guess we kind of did with uh, like some of the shorts. Put, like, scenes together. We put like scenes together and stuff of like various things, but a one cohesive story. No, that's been a challenge. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like uh, it's not just a scene; it's it's multiple scenes. And um, so, how long have you been back? Uh, I think like two months, two three months now. Mm, I don't think really. Um, I've never trusted my sense of time that much. So. Yeah, I think that you definitely are like a typical millennial. And you're impatient and like one week feels like a month to you. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> so like in your mind, you're like, you've put in all this time, but in reality it's like, okay, well you've only been here for a year. Like, what did you expect? You know, what's weird is like when we record TikToks, I'm flipping the camera back and forth. There's like pauses when we talk, but in real life it feels way longer than it does in the video. Mm. And I realized because like I'm thinking really fast, so I think that everything is moving that fast too. Huh. But it's not. Like I rewatch the video and there's no pauses. We're just talking back and forth. Mm. Like, well, but that's because when we're filming a TikTok video, we're we're trying to be very fat. We're 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 speaking faster than we would normally be. I think because we're aware that the timer's on. Right. It is a whole. Yeah, it's a whole different thing. I don't know. But I hope that. I really do hope, um, Billy, Mm -hmm. what are you doing? I'm texting Daniele. Oh, cool. What are you texting her? (laughs) That's 777 on Jonathan. Oh, And then she uh, she also got a uh, passion fruit bush that she's been wanting to. (laughs) Oh, she wants you to install it? No, she got one. I I, I didn't. I failed. They sold out. Yeah. no, I think this is good right now because, um, oh, oh, first, before we talk about Wickham and his impatience and, and my, my hope that he'll be more patient and trust the process and just kind of apply some of the principles that we apply to his life and his job and what we're doing here together. Before we talk about that, r- remind me to come back to that. I just want to talk about how it's interesting to see the relationships within our community, like, like you two and like you and Danielle and like Wickham and Rudy and like me and Rudy, like it, we're all like having like ups and downs and like, and even like Mikey and Gus, like kind of thing. And like, we're all, I, I hope that we can all like learn from each other and use this to use this, use this platform and use like, um, our, there are people watching all of us now. I'm not like a whole lot of them, but like, I think it's only going to be growing and I'm excited to be more honest about that stuff. Like, I feel like you and Danielle, like I posted that one video where she was like, don't, she was like put off by you or whatever. And I think that was like the beginning of like a kind of like a rift for sure, in, on my part, anyway. In your relationship with Danielle, but I think you guys can fix that. You can. Well, my biggest takeaway here is the same thing: don't throw people away. Because my first thing is, mm-hmm. you know, I'm yeah. gonna throw this bitch away. She ain't cool. Yeah. 
But uh, you should talk about that. People that see, I want what I, I, what I my, do that with everybody though. So I got to not, you know, they're people, people are, yeah, people are people and I'm a motherfucker. And then when you, I'm, I'm kind of like that too. Like the cancel culture shit. Like as yeah. soon as it goes out, somebody dude, I'll fucking block on everything. Yeah. It's gone. <sighs> yeah. That he, Wickham did that to me twice. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, uh. Pretty brutal. I've had it done to me as well. It's pretty fucked up. Well, he you was, even say like I'm human. Like it does kind of feel like that. Like I'm fucking person, dude. You can't just fucking yeah. block me on everything. Yeah. Plus, he was he was pretty bummed out the first and second time. Yeah. 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 He was like, was like very really, sad. Yeah, it sucked. I just well, and it, you know the thing about that is it's not even like. The hardest thing, one of the hardest things for me is to just be like, okay, this person is just, they just need to like grow up and I just need to let them go and just learn to lose. I think that like right now, like creatively, we're doing really well, like with the short film. And I don't think that we'd be doing this well if I didn't leave. That's mm. that, well, that, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, but that's what I'm saying is I have to just deal with the fact that you need to go out and like do your journey and I have to just sit and just like get hurt. Right. But I think that part's like out of the way now. Yeah, I know, but, but it's, it might happen with Rudy. Right. I don't know. Like it's going to happen again, with but it's, people. it's so like worth it though, dude. Cause like the level yeah. of gratitude I have for this job and you and like everybody here is on another level after leaving. Wow. Cause I worked at, uh, the Marvel trailer studio place, dude, just fucking corn balls. And like, <laughs> and then I did that, that cross country travel show. And then I worked in my parents' office and then I did graphic design. So I did like all this shit wow. and I was miserable, dude. Every single one of them. And I was like, Whoa. dude, Pat used to pay me to make videos. dude. Yeah. And I actually, it's a fucking dream. Yeah. And I actually like really want your creative vision. Yeah, I think like, I want you to like, I'm not like trying to tell you what to do. I want you to like give me your vision. Right. Which is what you want. You don't yeah. want to just be told. What were you saying, Billy? The reason that you were so sad about him is he really values your creative input. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and everyone's. No, like, but that's how I am with everyone that I work with. Right. Like everyone. I, I, I don't you're like Kanye dude you're like get these like young kids you're like and then you're like use your experience to like kind of create like a mini version of yourself and then like uh-huh. and then is like, that what he does yeah and then like the kids do their own thing and then you're like oh fuck they're doing their own thing and then yeah. they like come around and then it's all good well I'm not really I haven't accomplished it on that level yet but I think uh, I think that you do have that kind of potential and i think also so does rudy and i mean ricky and yeah i think um ricky 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 why can't you see i don't think that's the how that goes ricky 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 why can't you see no it's biggie 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 can't you see? Yeah. Sometimes your words just hypnotize me. That's it. And I just love your, and I just love your flashy ways. This is why you're dope and you're so paid. Or wait, that shit is burnt. 
I mean, when was that? Eighties or nineties? I mean, what kind of a? Hold on a second. Biggie Smalls, that's his name. The Notorious B.I.G. Do you like the Notorious B.I.G.? No, I don't want to. I don't even like to say that. Well, first of all, you don't just say no <laughs> to that question. Okay, it's not. You, you can't just say no. I don't like him. You don't. You've never heard any songs. I've heard of him. I've given him a shot, like a fair chance. Huh? Yeah. What about Tupac? I've also given him a fair chance. Oh, you don't like either. I just thought I don't like them. I would, I just don't have my li- iTunes library. What about this uh, Takashi? What's his name? Shikashi. Oh, Takashi. Takashi. No, I don't. I listen to like his early stuff, but his new stuff kind of sucks. Because uh, wait, wait, hold on. But you do like some of his music. Like maybe like one or two songs. <clears throat> so, hmm, that's interesting. Um. I'm pretty sure. You know that, whose music case is dope? It's Veronica's. She's cool. She listens to Pop Smoke. Do you know? Do you even know who Pop Smoke is, Pat? Um, I mean, <laughs> be careful with the mic. You're peeking. You're all over the place. Do you know who Pop Smoke? Is? No, I don't. No, know. I don't. Whoa, she's dude. She's she's cool. Okay, that's great. But <laughs> like, she's all smiling. But Biggie and Tupac, like that's what he means. When he says you have no humility. Right. That's a Wait, big, what I do? It's a really good Don't example. Don't put words in my mouth. No, no, man. no. But that's a really good example of like. Uh, it's like. Well, this, I was like, just well he's just saying he doesn't no, no, like no. them though. So no, it's his. No. If he doesn't like him, he doesn't like him. No. No? Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. And I remember when I was your age and I didn't have like the kind of um, open mind that I have now. And I would say that same shit about a lot of artists and a lot of bands. And then I later discovered things and was at the right time. It's fine for you to have not been, you, you haven't like discovered or heard anything that you, that resonated with you yet when it comes to those two artists. However, uh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's I like, mean, yeah, I might. And like, t- t- but 20 years or but like the, the just the the matter of fact way that you say you don't fuck with like two of the greatest rappers of all time is kind of like it's like entire it's like there's not a lot of uh well i guess i'm not humble either because i don't even know their music and i live through that yeah or, but you, 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 I, I couldn't name one song from either one of them except yeah, for that i mean but, but the crazy which, part is that i don't really even like love that shit either i just have like a respect for it because i know that 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 to have made the impact that they made it must have been good see I'm, does that make sense i've liked that with movies yeah yeah well like i understand that when i'm watching like stanley kubrick and i'm like dude this fool had no vfx like he's like right you know even if you don't like the movie it's like not right. even about that but with music i'm not like that because for like music i just want to be a consumer like mm-hmm. i'm already like a creator with films like i like like i can barely watch a movie without like analyzing it and fucking breaking down like mm-hmm. i'd like to just be a stupid consumer of music what about this one you, you know this song right this album is dedicated 
all the teachers that told me I never amount to nothing. Yeah, Jesse was really into Biggie Smalls. She always played me. Like, you've, have you heard this? Yeah, she's played this for me before. Yeah, this is like the older one. I used to read Word Up magazine. Yeah. Yeah, dude, you're like a. Like, no, I but, figured this out. No, but hold on. You're a, second. a musician. Yeah, but hold I'm on. I'm not. Yeah, hold on a second. Hold I'm on. allowed to be ignorant no, in, in, no, in music no. because I don't. I'm not like with filmmaking. I am that way. We. We are artists. That means that I, when I see that painting, I recognize it. Okay. <laughs> that means when right. I read a poem, I recognize it. Yeah. So, so, so don't cop out on like that with me. <laughs> <laughs> but hold on. So, you know, that I, you don't need to like that song, but it's, it's a good song, right? I used to read. You, you know what my I, other problem is? Well, well, here's the other thing is he, like, if you listen to the lyrics, He's like really like a good rapper. Yeah, he's a great storyteller. Yeah, and like his lyrics. He tells a story. Like he just rapped like really, really, really well. Um, yeah, this, this life after death, which is crazy because he like died. He almost predicted his own death. It's like kind of crazy. What's that song? It's like, I'm a piece of shit, so I'd rather go to hell or something. Right. That song's dope. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. You want to hear my latest cool. hits? It's just, I mean, like, here's, here's what it comes down to is like, like, there's just so many songs of his like if i if here's 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 the thing is if i like gave you a bunch of mushrooms and like sat you down one night and like turned you on to like this type of shit like you just like that sounds really fun you just get like woke and i think you would need to reach like a certain level of like ego death and like be teachable but like like i was saying earlier but you know what my other problem is this this goes for like all art is that I'm obsessed with just the most contemporary version of what you can make. Right. Like Last Man San Francisco is the latest technology, the latest color grading, the late everything. And like, I like to listen, like I like, and every time I travel, like when I went to New York, I would go to contemporary art museums. Like I'm not into like the fucking painting and the sculptures. Like, mm. and I, I think about why that is. And I think it's because like whatever art is being made now is a byproduct of the society we live in. And like, I live in this society now. So I want to see what art this society produces. Yeah, that, that's, that's, and, that's, and like there, you could look back and I have a with, different artistic idea for me. Up? I like Ooh. the, I like the classical thing that mm-hmm. spans through time. So it's beautiful then. And it's still beautiful today. Mm, I yeah, call that classical beauty. Wow. Yeah, that's that's usually the best shit. What about you, Pat? What's your no? Yeah, time. Case? It's ti- it's called timeless. I think I'm always looking for things that are timeless because I'm not even sure what contemporary art is. Like, what's what's a? Give me an example. So in, like, have you heard this one?
Damn, that shit went so hard. Look at Veronica. Look at her. Like that was, dude. That shit was. That's notorious. That's Biggie and um, Biggie Smalls and Bone Thugs and Harmony. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I fuck with what Wickham's saying, which is like why I can't watch Barry Lyndon. I don't understand it. It's like too old. But then there's like certain. But then there's like Forrest Gump, which I don't think will ever. You know, or or Goodfellas, or Casino, or or even like um, Apocalypse Now, which is also Stanley Kubrick. Or wait, no, that's Francis Ford Coppola, or The Godfather. Have you seen The Godfather Part One and Two? Yeah. Like, what really though? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, see, I didn't really understand it till I saw it like a bunch of times. I was times. pretty young, so. Okay, so see, that's the thing is, I'm actually kind of excited to like, and I feel like that's a part of. Can you check that real quick? Billy, will you just press record? I just I can't be the one. Ask Wickham a question. Do you have an example? Yeah, he, he already. Gave, oh, hold no. on. But he literally gave two. You're not gonna know. Yeah, like the last black man in San Francisco. You're not gonna Frank know. Frank Ocean. Yeah, Frank Ocean. You're not gonna know of any of this stuff, Billy. What does it look like? Well, Frank Ocean is an, a new. Can, oh my God! It looks. Yeah. Am- Neo, just, just, just record, just push record. Is it, does it say record? No. Well then push C1. C1. And then till it says top. record. Does it say record? It does okay, cool. So like Frank Ocean. Oh man. What I love about new age contemporary filmmaking is usually these like fucking kids with this, ins- this camera that they shouldn't own. Oh, but listen, this is like, this is, this is Frank Ocean. We're going to get tased on this podcast. I don't know if you should play this song. It's not up to you. Yeah, it is. You just chose all the Biggie songs. Why can't I choose the Frank Ocean song? That's one of the dopest Frank Ocean songs I've ever heard. And you've showed me. That was kind of ill. He's, he's, he's that was, that was, that was incredible. He's I a, mean, he's a, he's a gift. Well, not humanity. incredible, but so like that's. Waiting Hell yeah. For a this is like. For what, what lady, so I can't. You know what this reminds me of? When I was 13, 14 years old, I was in Rancho San Antonio, Boys Town of the West. And I lived with Asian people, black people, Hispanic people, gangsters. Um... I mean, is this ever gonna? Is this song ever gonna come in? And I remember. Whoa. Can you know? 
Like Kanye just comes with the right melody. That's that does it for me. But you know what would have been dope though is when this it is is it what I would have liked to hear. That would have been sick, but he could never do that because he has to like keep it hip hop. But he could have went double time on that because that was so dope how he brought in that like the drums. That was like so fire. Like watch, watch, watch. Yeah, you listen to music differently. Watch, watch, watch. Remember that last time the episode asking me why the hell I test the code four times it's the same don't text me home. But it felt like it was going to go somewhere, but then it just like went, I don't know. But like this, this, this uh, movie that he's talking about, Billy, this contemporary art movie. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? I'm looking at Instagram. I thought you're not trying to pull something up to contribute to the podcast. You're just. I have nothing to say about what you're talking about because I don't know what Billy, you're talking about. Yeah, that's not true. I'm listening, man. I'm no, listening. but you're a lover of classic, timeless art. Yeah. So pull something up. Oh, you don't need to like. He just like gives up and like re, re, and like goes into Instagram. Like, what are you doing? I'm not giving up, dude. You guys were talking about some shit that uh, I don't know about. You were literally just saying it reminds you of when you were in Georgia, Georgia, or something, and there was like Mexicans and blacks and whites and yeah. What were you saying? Uh. I went to juvenile hall when I was 13 and I spent the rest of my teenage years. Billy, are you serious right now? Yeah. But you're nowhere near the mic. Hey. (laughs) It just reminded me of a youthful moment when when things were different and you, you had this idea like the way you dressed and the music you listened to and your friends were something special. Right. You're talking about Wickham. Yeah. Right. And it was like kind of a dreamy time. And when I was living in those days, I was institutionalized and I lived in a dorm with, you know, fucked up kids from juvenile hall. Right. Um, and I remember there was this Asian kid, Vu, and his hair, his hair was, had to be so perfect. Mm-hmm. It did this like thing and he would sleep like this. Right. So it wouldn't mess up his hair. He cared so much. Yeah, about something, and then it it was like all about Filipino girls. He was really into Filipino girls, and it's fucking weird. We had to all shower together, like in this big shower. All these, I was like one of the only white people in this place, right? Um, And it was just you know youth and it's being institutionalized, and uh, what was that? The eighties? That was the eighties. The hip-hop was really just starting to hit in the 80s. Like what? NWA? Fuck, I don't know. I was in one of their videos. You know that already, though. Yeah, Public Enemy. 
Yeah, that sounds familiar. I mean, I was not in that world at all. I was yeah. like in the mountains somewhere. <laughs> so, do you want to hear something crazy? Yeah, mm-hmm. no. Um, <laughs> okay. So, one of my first, uh, one of the first albums that I got into um, was this album. It's a tribe called Quest. Yeah, this is Snoop's. This is doggy style. <laughs> this is like the O triple O G. You remember this? This is hard. Yeah, well, this is just a classic. But like, when I, I like Snoop, man, he just no, blows. No, but like, I'm in fucking. Like middle, dude, I was in fucking fifth grade, fifth grade, and I had this album, Doggy Style. I mean, it was so, like, your parents just did not, it was like not chill to have this, to be listening to this kind of music, you know? Yeah. I'm but sure. I also was listening to like Metallica and other shit but yeah like when you're young well he's in a totally different time right now it's very very crazy to be yeah i mean i can't even imagine to be a kid but i mean he's still like older than like when i was his age i was starting to kind of grow out of that i was like my, my mind was expanding to like whoa like there's so much more than just you know green day so when I was in high school, it was like Nirvana, Green Day. It's weird because I was diff- I was the opposite. Like in high school, like I was like really into rap, and then all my friends were into indie shit. And I was like, yeah, but when in, in a high band school- with them, and then we were like, we were like really into like Fleetwood Mac and like mm. Pink Floyd. We were really into that mm. Led Zeppelin. Like I have Led Zeppelin two and four on vinyl, and I have Dark Side of the Moon, and a couple Rolling Stones and the Beatles and like. I've explored beyond. Yeah. You want to hear a band? But it's like, just, you think I've just, never heard Fleetwood Mac before. I never said that. Just since No, I know, sharing. but I just, there's a difference between like, like knowing some songs or like an album and like diving deep. Like, like, the, like, like, like the getting, way, like being like 15 and just getting high out of my mind, listening to Dark Side of the Moon on record and just like staring at it. Yeah. That's fucking experiencing it. Dude. Yeah, but the way you know Travis Scott, that's the way I want you to know Pink Floyd. Do you understand the difference? Right. I know Pink Floyd the way you know Travis Scott. Yeah. Every single album, it's a different thing. But like, I'm, well, well, I like, um, I'm actually, what is it? But I'm not actually even saying that. Man, I, on what's the one with the dude on fire shaking hands? Wish you were here. That's great. I love that. I love yeah, that, that one's crazy. Live, I've watched live. I, I actually have the Led Zeppelin like uh, anniversary, 25th or something, on Blu-ray. Mm. I watched that whole thing. Wow. And like, I, dude, I used to play guitar, and I was really obsessed with fucking. Um, well, I, 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 Keith Richards, and I, I think that to be honest with you, I think that's why you're. On a little bit of a level up from most kids your age because of all that. Yeah, I think it was because of my friends back in the day. I'm pretty grateful for, for that. whatever reason. 
most kids your age, with the exception of Rudy. Do you know what the first CD I bought was? What? You take a wild guess. I mean, I don't know. Corn. It was a corn CD. What, Life is Peachy? I forgot which one it was. It's the one where it's like black and there's like a weird mask on it. It's like a... Mm. I don't remember. But... Yeah, and I had like an older brother who like listened to all the music you Dude. you listen to. Yeah, older like, brothers can definitely when I help. like I had um, does it look infected? Uh, Some forty one. Dude, that album is amazing. Um, I'm sorry. Obviously, Dad. like American Idiot and like um, Dookie. Um, yeah, dude. I ventured beyond. Dude, look at this fucking album cover, bro. I mean, this is so like, like almost just like not chill. This is their first. Can't see it. This is their Who? first album cover. Who? Corn. Can I see it? I can't. It's a little. Mm. It's a little kid on a swing, and there's like a fucking dude behind her, like looming with like a knife. Right. It's so not chill. I remember listening to Rob Zombie and my uncle had to have like a conversation with my mom that yeah. I was listening to devil music. Dude, when this came out, nothing had ever sounded like this, ever. I've never heard anything like it. That's just hard. It was so because 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 the way that the bass was tuned, they played in a lower register than any band that had ever played. Like there's something called drop D. So like an E chord is a regular E chord. When you tune a guitar like a reg, the regular way, yeah, it sounds like normal. And then you can tune your guitar to drop D, which makes all the strings a little looser. And like lower, mm. they tuned all their instruments to drop C, which was lower than any. It was almost like, what are you doing? That's mm. crazy. And then they played, ugh, everything was like lower. And the way that the bass rattled and the way they produced it, they just created this whole new thing. And I remember Steve was like obsessed. I never really fucked with corn that hard. But Steve was obsessed because Steve just likes really gnarly shit. Yeah, I think it's because of my brother. I'm into the dark. She was into like, he was gnarly. He listened to fucking like As I Lay Dying. Yeah. And like, um, yeah. um, Vent Sevenfold, yeah. uh, um, AFI. What were you going to say, Billy? I was going to give you a sample of what I was into when I was in high school. What really? You're like. I- more than a foot away from the mic. I was going to give you all an example of what but, I was on, on. into in high school. But just do me a favor. Uh, when I mention that you're not close to the mic, I didn't realize. Don't overcompensate. Because you always yeah. do that. Like you get like real loud and real close, and okay. it like peaks. I'm cool. I'm here. Yeah. I'm so, just trying to correct you. I just want to share with you all since we're all sharing our first, uh, like the music that really hit us and we're like oh shit i want to know this yeah so i'm just gonna play a little bit because you're not gonna know the music it's hard to put yourself in the time period right mm-hmm. but you just heard How that come i'm corn. not connected to the I, we just played corn for wickham and he you felt that yeah that's cool i felt everything you've played yeah 
I mean, I don't. <clears throat> Do you know who Winds of Plague is? No. Incorrect password. Oh. What's your password? Oh, you have song. a new password. It, it's an old song, right? Heaven 77 capital H. It's an old song, The Winds of Change. Are you talking about this? Is, this was like my favorite song in middle school. This was so hard. Like that's that's what my brother would just blast in his car. Yeah, that 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 shit gets old quick because there's no like chorus or melody. Yeah, I don't listen to that anymore. Yeah. Like. like there's a time and place for that, but I don't know. I, I've I've definitely tried to like explore that on so many different levels, so many different times, and it just it just gets old quick. But like a Treyu. Or like, remember that thrice shit I was playing you? Yeah. Like that's dope because they captured that raw power, that hardcore, and then they they hit you with the melodies also, and it's just like you feel like you can like be in a pit, like punching someone in the face, and then like crying five seconds later right. because of the emotion in the chorus, you know? They yeah, punk really like yeah, they do have this interesting way to tap into emotion like when pennywise was on stage at no effects and they were what's that mm. song whoa, yeah when whoa. everybody's on stage and it's about their dead friend right it's kind of hits different i don't really know which one you're talking about which one what which song are you talking about bro him yeah right, right. oh subhuman That's that OG punk. That's where it all came from. Back um, when they were leftist anarchists, the well, good that, old that, days. That, 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 that's subhuman. And then, you know, it, it, that like that evolved to like to to to, to this. I recognize it though. Slag wagon. Do you know any of the old Chili Peppers, like their first and second albums? Yeah, I really oh. like some of that stuff. Too. Blood Sugar, Second Sex Magic, and um, like Yertle the Turtle and. Behind the Sun and Mommy Where's Daddy? Whoa! You know those? No, you're going. Like it's like way. It's like you won't even recognize. Yeah, you won't even recognize them. They were like a <laughs> funk. They were so whack, bro. The Chili Peppers. <sighs> they wore socks on their dicks, and they were just like the weirdest. They literally got famous just from being like crazy. 
And then they like refined their art form and slowly over time became actually good musicians. I actually like the early stuff where they sucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Like Primus. Yeah. But, Primus are actually, they're master musicians. They're like so good they suck. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think I want to just, I just want to go back to this whole thing about like Wickham and like, what about Wickham? Well, just, you know, how he's saying he's stoked to be here and, and having gone through, I mean, dude, there was a, there was a time when I was like, damn, I don't, I don't think he'll ever be back. Mm -hmm. But like you have enough humility. Humility is what brought him back. I mean, could you imagine burning someone twice <laughs> and then having the humility to like come back just to come to the meeting? Like, I remember that last time you called me, you were just like defeated. You were just like, what's up, dude? Like, I, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm down to check out your meeting. Like, whatever. Yeah, I was very defeated. You, like, you, oh my you, God, you, I was so depressed. But it was amazing because you weren't trying to convince me of anything you were just like whatever like whatever you got i'll take whatever it's all good like i'm just down to check out the meeting and i don't really have anything it was like you know like freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose like you have not you had nothing left to lose you were just like living at your parents doing nothing and you were just like let's just chill yeah and there's a freedom in that kind of, or I don't know. No, I think for me, I think there uh, totally was. And I just had so many bad experiences at other jobs. Yeah. I just hated it. It so, turns out I'm not very compatible with the workforce. Yeah. Most artists aren't <laughs> like I'm not, but like, I, like my brother is like slowly taking over my parents' business and he's just crushing it, dude, with like packaging orders for water filters, wow. but it makes me want to kill myself. Yeah. Every second I'm there. Well, I, I, and you know, what's funny is I notice a lot of that in him, even now, like when we're doing cool shit, like you're really good at like doing what you do, but then like, he'll forget about like a video that we shot. Like you just like forgot about certain things that were really important that we shot like last week, but you did it today. I reminded you and like you, you, you struggle with certain things when it comes to like being organized and like remembering all the stuff, but I think you're getting better with that mm -hmm. as long as you're willing to like, look at like, like you had your notes out, like went out and you were like adding the thing yeah. because right. you knew you forgot it. I want to dig into Wickham a little bit since he's on the hot seat and he's really relaxed. Dig in. I mean, he looks like he's half, he's going to sleep. Well, me and V so, just took like, I just took some of these edibles. So, well, but before you do though, um, he did a job. Where, where you 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 were probably really excited to go on the road and do the film film the the race car shit that that you the lawnmower you, shit you filmed people race lawnmowers around the country. I actually did that because of a breakup. I like did that. But so you, like you, the you, day Elliot called me for that, I was working at my parents' office and I was depressed as fuck, doing graphic design and like um. Uh, I like hit up my ex, not Jesse, the, the other one, Kaya. No, the other one. <laughs> Which one? Jaylene. I like showed your Instagram. She was like my girlfriend for a while. and Like when? After Jess? Yeah. Oh, really? And after Kaya. Oh, oh, interesting. Um, for how long? Two months. 
Okay. Um, and um, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. And then Elliot called you. You took the job. Oh, I, I, you oh yeah. So I, I hit her up, and she told me she was dating someone else, and I was already so depressed. It was just like the last thing. So Elliot and hit you Elliot up. hit me up literally like an hour after that, and he was just like, "Do you want to go on this road trip?" Like. I don't know how much it pays. Like, I don't know or anything about it or anything. And I was just like, please, God, just take me out of this asphalt. Prison. You said that to him. Yeah. You said, please, Elliot. No, I didn't say it like that. Like, you I was were just like, like, dude, you're like, yes, like, let's fucking go. Yeah, that's cool. You just wanted to get, uh, go on the road. Yeah. And then what was that experience like? On um, It was the greatest and the worst experience at the same time. <laughs> really? Like, where, how? You start in like Needles, Arizona, where it's 118 degrees. And I'm just burning hot. But and where, like, where, where, and like where, the contestants are fighting and threatening to quit the show because they're getting treated so badly. And they're by like who? Yelling at each other by the production. And What production? The people making the reality show. Huh. And, and how did you get there? I drove there. I didn't sleep that night. So you drove your own car to Arizona. Yeah. Like that's the kind of production this was. Yeah. That's pretty fucking lame. Um, but yeah, we, yeah. I like pictured you guys on like a butt, like a tour bus. You each had your own bunk bed. No. Like that's how we had RVs. Like that's how from the eighties that were like breaking down the whole time. (laughs) Like one broke down during a fucking hailstorm in Arizona in the middle of a fucking field. And I was like stuck there for two hours. But then at the same time, like we went to like Tulsa, Oklahoma and I did mushrooms. We had like a fucking great time with in a different city with all these camera dudes that I fuck with. And mm. I got to meet dude. America is such a amazing place with good people. Mm. Like they didn't. So the contestants didn't have any money or place to live or anything that asked people for gas and everything. And people would just let them into their house, sleep in their room. Like, Whoa. They were treated better than us. The camera people, like people were giving them, they had too much food and water to put in their fucking carts. Like, and I was just under this impression of Trump's America, like this divided political fucking hate, you know, but dude, people are, even if they are Trump supporters, like people are good. And like, this country is a good place. And Trump supporters are all evil. No, this country. This, this is some amazing people in this country, and this country is fucking amazing. Yeah. So you were gonna ask him something? That was interesting. Yeah. yeah. So you found out America is made up of good people. Yeah. Or better and, than you had imagined. And anyway. weirdly enough, like somewhere along the way, I made a lot of progress over my ex. I don't know where. Look, which, which one are you so bummed out about? The latest one or the? The oldest one. The oldest? Jess. That yes. you were with probably for the longest. Yeah. But, like, the thing... Here's the thing about, like, you know, traveling and, you know, just, just going and just, you know, like, adversity. Adversity and pain and, and traveling and, like, listening to different kinds of music and oh, having an older brother. And it's all this stuff just, it makes you a more, like, well-rounded, like, deeper, uh, like, woke person with a little bit more wisdom right so that was all good for you yeah i think so too and if i didn't go through that bullshit i wouldn't be you know so grateful to be back here this is good dude so so for a little while there pat was worried about like you might try and check out or something he was concerned for your mental health right i took two trips to the psych ward but i also kind of felt like that was can we hit that one more time 
I also wondered if that was a little bit of a like a cry for help in a way. Yeah. Um, sometimes suicide attempts are cries for help. Yeah. Um, usually, if the attempted suicide is in the home, it's a cry for help. If like, they leave, they go somewhere else to kill themselves. It wasn't a cry for help. Yeah, I mean, I you only you know. Like, I think that was like almost. I think there was probably multiple reasons for for you doing that. But I, but I remember. Like, I feel like did you did you feel compelled to like tell people I was just in a mental hospital? No. <laughs> because you told me pretty quickly. Yeah. Cause we've been in AA together yeah. and like yeah. talked about trauma I, 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 almost, for years. And like, of course yeah. I was embarrassed about that for so long. Really? Yeah. You didn't feel like that was kind of a little bit of like a, like a badge of honor. No, it's well, really embarrassing. Uh, I don't know. I think it, I think it's kind of like, a. I, I don't think, I think that's like something to say. That's like something that like proves that you're, that you have the capacity for like deep thought and feelings. And to me, that is like a badge of honor in a way. Right. Like I like to say, like I love, like all my favorite artists are mentally unstable. All of them. I know. I think about that too. It's not a bad thing. You shouldn't be ashamed of it. It's like it's kind of like, like yeah, right on. That's the kind of world that we're living in, and that's the kind of struggle we go through with the having the kind of minds that we have. Like we just feel very intensely and we it's like there's a fire inside and you want to be great and you want to do great things but you can't because it's so hard to and you we need this immeasurable amount of validation and we're not getting it and we want it and then we're comparing ourselves to other people and we feel the art and we want to create it and we want to get back it's just so much for, for me it was like a god problem honestly since I've had, since I was like 16, um, mm. like I, w- I was in Catholic school my whole life. I was baptized on the altar server. Then some, at some point at 16, like one day I looked up at the sky and I was like, why the fuck do I believe what these people are telling me? And, and I started questioning everything. And then I started becoming really like nihilistic and I started reading like, um, like Frederick Nietzsche and shit. And me and my friends were like all depressed drug addicts and we would just talk about how life was meaningless and Mm. i still like it's like hard for me to like get rid of that like there's like there's like a bias in me like that leans towards meaninglessness and like when this this like we could just say oh yeah i was manic or i was on medications or i was crazy or whatever but like if i'm gonna give validity to what i was thinking about like i think there were like valid actions for like what i was thinking about right. and i was thinking about shit that most people don't think about like why are we here and shit like that yeah you know and like i was having a, a huge existential crisis this was recent recently this is when i went to the mental hospital how long ago was that um Year? march and 
Like around the time he was de-dipped, like around the time we... I don't remember all that. So that was like a year ago or less? This year. Like when we... Both times. Like while we... Early early 2020. Like when we were doing the podcast and we started doing the podcast. I don't remember that either. I'm really bad with time. It could be two years. It could be six months. But what were you going to say? Oh, well, I was going to say that, yeah, I lean towards that too. But does meaningless have to be depressing? So what if nothing means anything? Yeah, and that's what I've been dealing with too is like uh, existentialism of like giving my own life meaning. But my, my own, my thinking was always, who the fuck am I to give my own life meaning? I have no like omniscient oh, power over my own self. No, I, I understand your struggle. I, I, I understand. And then I also like think about shit about God all the time. Like he can't be all knowing, all good and all powerful. That's impossible. Well, that's why he's because God. if he's, and I'm not trying to like be atheist or anything. I'm just telling you like where I what I think about because if he's like all good, all knowing, and all powerful, then why doesn't he stop like what Tim said, like rapes and the murder and death and stuff like that? Because life isn't that simple. Yeah, but are those necessarily bad? If nothing means anything, is rape and murder bad? No, it's like it's like a it's like an animal eating its prey. Like it's like nature. Is that evil to murder? Yeah. Fucking we 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 we're, were the ones who label ethics on shit. It's right, like man. Yeah, we're giving everything the mean we give everything all the meaning that there is. We're giving it that meaning. Yeah, I just don't think I'm qualified. Well, I feel uh, yeah, you I to agree. give the universe meaning. Neither, I mean that's but that's what I'm saying. So so therefore all these things that we're labeling bad, they're really not. They're just, they just are. That's why God is all knowing and all powerful. Cause we don't understand what's yin yang, yeah, like, positive, what, what negative, is the, circle of life. It's just like this crazy. I mean, it's fun to think about though. I don't know. Yeah. If we talk about this, it I seem, start going, Woo! it seems like a fucking cruel joke to me, dude. You're just going to throw this like species of animals on a, on a, on a, fl- on a rock that's spouting through space. They don't know where the fuck they came from. They don't know why they're there. They don't know where they're going. It seems like a sick joke. Maybe God's funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, why? 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 I mean, why can't, I mean, we're, we experience joy and why do we need to know? I mean, there, why does there, what, there's no, it's just, things just are. There's well, no... I believe that kind of thinking stems from self-centeredness. What? Because I used to be exactly this. Um, you know, sure. why, why did I have to be brought up in a life of pain? Well, why was I fucking miserable and suicidal since I can remember? Right. Why, did I, why was I abused? Why did I go hungry? Why did I... Why was I a misfit? Blah, yeah, blah, blah. How and do you justify that's suffering? That's just my and story. Exists. What about people in third world countries and shit that really die of starvation and shit? Like, you know, if you start thinking that way, it's fucked up. What does existential mean? Inner. Um, it has to do with one's own existence. And? Um, some people what is think. Crisis? It's an inner crisis with yourself. Like, uh, yeah. You don't know who you are or why you're here. It's kind of like what I'm going through all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but but what's weird is um what kind of changed that perspective was my mushroom experience in the Sierra Nevadas. Just Sierra Nevadas? Oh, thanks. Oh, you should drink water. It's good for you. 
Right. It's just been just white claws and mushrooms for me. I think he might have put a roofie in there, though. <laughs> <laughs> no. Your, your mushroom experience wet? When I was in the Sierras. Wet. Um, maybe a month ago. Um, and even the one I had on the trip in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I was, um, I took half an eighth. And um, I started to feel like I had a choice of how I responded to what people said to me. Like, they would say, the camera dudes would say something joking. And I felt like I had the option to respond in a positive, neutral, or negative way. And that was like a profound moment for me because I realized I had a choice. And that I was making the choice to see a lot of things negatively. And amazing. Um, That's an amazing insight. And yeah, and I people have told me that before. Right, but, but you don't really get it until you, get you it. like fucking see it, then you yeah. like see it. And then when I did mushrooms the second time, I took fourteen grams. I took half an ounce. Why? I just I just had That's the hero's journey, right? That's I would just rather take it all at once than like microdose it because I feel like that's like microdosing doesn't work for 14 me. 14 grams? Usually a gram of good mushrooms will get you going. So No, a gram wouldn't do anything to me. A gram of good mushrooms wouldn't no. do nothing? No, it's like a waste, I feel like. Well, maybe I just have like a higher tolerance of mushrooms, but like it's microdosing is like a waste to me. And that's not microdosing. Well, whatever. Okay, so you 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 need an eighth to get going usually. Yeah, and um, the second time, I had, I just, how would you even eat that many mushrooms? It was disgusting. disgusting. It was so gross. Yeah. I should have ate it with a sandwich or something. Yeah, or tea made tea. But I was, just, I had to like charge through it. I was okay. like, I'm gonna fucking do this. Okay. Because I was, you should have seen where I was, dude. It was what, the most beautiful place. No. Oh, it was in the most beautiful place. It was in Sierra Nevadas during the fall season and I couldn't have done it in a better place. Yeah. And, um, I tripped and I really, really enough started thinking about Pat and I started, I, I started to think about like, I feel like we have a really complex relationship and dynamic that I've never dealt with before. Never dealt with before? Mm-hmm. Is that what you said? And just because of like our age difference and like just everything. Everything. We're just, like he's born in a completely different lifestyle area. Yeah. Like we're just, you know. And um, I like realized that like what me and him had was like really special. It is, isn't it? Now that you bring that up. I mean, age, culture, Everything's different. Yeah. Yeah. But on some level, for some reason, you know, a lot of the Ridge employees like didn't connect with him like that. And they were almost like jealous of me sometimes because of that. He was really tore up when you left. Right. Yeah. I know. I was fucked up too, you know, but, you know, it was my undoing. But, um, yeah, I started thinking about that a lot. And then, and then, like, dude, when I started peeking on the 14 grams, I like looked at my nose. And I saw like this stream of time and, uh, I like saw it being linear and I saw a beginning and an end and a beginning and end to what time, 
like there's time in, in yeah in like there's there's an end of the journey and there's a beginning of the journey mm. and um Not personal time but just time like i remember it starting somewhere it i don't remember it being in, infinite the stream of time it wasn't infinite it was it was finite huh at least in my experience yeah no no keep going and um i and inside these like moving lines of time I saw people that I cared about and I realized that like it's almost like so endearing that like in the face of this existential uncertainty of where are, where do we come from? Why are we here? Where do we go in the face of all that? The human species somehow finds a way to be happy. And I thought that was like, an amazingly endearing quality about human nature that overall people are pretty happy and they choose to be happy and they choose to fall in love and they choose to like make art in the face of just the biggest black void ever. And I thought it was kind of beautiful. And I was like, I have beautiful relations with people and like, I want to be a part of this. And like, that's something to live for. Wow, so this is like you were really searching to find meaning in life. For so long, And you found some. For so long, dude. Like, it almost, like, makes you emotional thinking about, like, how long I've just been trying to figure it out. Like, when I was, before I even got sober, like, when my parents trying to figure out the fuck was wrong with me, like, they took me to his, like, healing Christian uh, priest in Sri Lanka who like healed people of alcoholism hmm. and, st- and family members. And then he like tried it on me and it didn't work. And like, then we tried this like Buddhist monk and he Did like you came think to the it house. Might've might at no, the time I was so close minded. Uh-huh. So I wonder if I was open minded, what would have happened? Um, but yeah. And like, yeah, I've just been searching for meaning for like a long time. Sri Lanka is where? Exactly. It's an island off the coast of India. It's a country, though. What else is close to it? Just India, and then just ocean. It's a tiny island. That's where you were born? No, I was born in Torrance. Oh, your parents were born there? Yeah, and my brother. I'm the only American born. Little teeny island way out there somewhere, and now you're here. I think about that, too. That's interesting. If you think about like a genetic, dude, Pat just missed so much fire. I know because when 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 he leaves, sometimes the like interview starts happening. Mm, you know, I've, I know exactly what you mean, Billy. I sat in that seat once too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the fucking audio levels are all fucking low. Uh, no, I heard what you guys were saying when you went to the mushrooms and the, the people are good, inherently good. And people are good. Yeah, I think. People, no, that's, that was what I was saying about America. What I was saying about mushrooms is that it find, like, not that it gave me meaning, but like somehow all this like perfect storm of events of like this fucking stupid ass other job and like leaving Ridge and leaving Jess and leaving AA and leaving school, like all this like somehow ended up with me finding some semblance of meaning. Which I've been looking for since I was like 16. I mean, I think that it's 
all those drugs do is they allow you to like remove your ego. Right. Which is what we're trying to do with this program. It's all about selfishness and self-centeredness. And as soon as we're able to like let like let that ah it's almost like they it's almost like those types of drugs put your body in such a paralyzing fear that you just like your ego goes away. You, you know, like that's not how it's like for no, me at all. But it, yeah, but it kind of is though. Like how you don't you notice think? it, but your body's like, "What the fuck is this?" You don't know that, but your body, and then and then now your ego is just like gone because you're feeling like the craziest shit. That's what mushrooms like. Like the toad venom is like a defense against other. It's to it's to defend itself to uh, against other um, predators. predators, you know, and it makes them just like like what your body's experiencing on mushrooms is totally out of the normal. Well, yeah. Can we agree on that? Yeah. Okay. So therefore, your ego has no place to like to like attach itself to you're just like in this like but i think it does a little more than that i think it shuts down logic a little bit or something so you can kind of mm. be more conceptual mm-hmm. you know and some other interesting thing i think your synapses fire faster yeah i think ego things. i think ego death though is like just ego death is fucking wonderful yeah it's like the biggest part of it i don't like i don't know i've never experience like i don't i think it's so crazy to like try to i don't know pigeonhole something as like ego death Mm -hmm. like it's such a different experience for like every single person yeah like what is ego death like only i would know (sighs) no like and then you would know for you because some shit you can't even like put into words well i can sort of say what it would be for me yeah it's just existing without you're not sad, happy. I mean, think you're yeah. just there. You're just I th- here. I think you're, you're you're not understanding what it actually is meant to mean. Like, yeah, it's like that. It's like it, it, it you know, ego is a separation from. Like you're separate from me. Yeah. And when you do these drugs, like there's a there's a unity that happens and like a feeling of like oneness with like. Everything, everything, everything. And, and that's ego death. It's mm, like uh, that's so amazing. I love that. It's incredible. It's like, but but I've done it so many times and talked about it so many times, and just like uh, it's just a crazy. That is the closest thing to like spirituality that you can. Oh really, yeah, like even the molecules in the floor. You're part of that. Yeah, you know? I remember <laughs> looking up at the. Uh, at the car, I was in like this old fucking beat up, whatever it was. And we were, I was driving with these older people and the acid started kicking in and, and the roof had like one of those roofs that was like the stars. Well, they were like little dots. Yeah. No, but it was like, you know how like certain old cars had like cloth roofs and, and like the cloth would like start to like not stick. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And it would like yeah. bow. It that was, was like a bubble. Like, yeah. It was like a bubble. And I, I don't know. I, I don't, it's, this isn't going to make any sense, but I was just looking up at that and like, I was just like tripping on 
the little dots and I can't really explain how profound that was, but it was just mm. like, you know, like stars and dots and it's just a car, but it's just like everything and we're all the same and you just get happy. Dude, when we were, when we, when I took the mushrooms, we were editing, I had the greatest insight into like my own creativity and like your creativity and like both our creativities. I was like watching, I like appreciate our relationship so much more because I saw it wow. at its like best. That's dope. And I was like so happy to be there. Well, and then I like, I like saw your like creative like experience and I was like, wow. yo, like let this fool like. Wait, where? When we were editing the short film, dude. Oh, when you were tripping. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Whoa. I was thinking about us more than the film. Wow. Yeah. And I was telling him when I was Something in Something was happening. When I was in the Sierras, like, I thought about you, like, of a lot of my trip. And I was, like, telling my friends, like, mm. why, is it, why would I think about Pat the whole time? Because we have a really cool journey out of us. Yeah. And, like, I was thinking about and that was the like complexity. The, that was the beginning of that journey. Of you just starting to to be a part of this community and like this artistic community. Right. Getting artistic freedom and also having a pretty significant platform to do it on. Right. But like, fuck all that. Like what was really dope was just like the, the ability What I saw was like us to be able to communicate creativity. Cause that's really hard to do to communicate and like create with someone else. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the most valuable thing. Wow. Cause the that's job, fucking the hard. flow you guys have. That's what you're talking about. Well, like because, the, well, because for a connection. long, well, because for a long time there was like a, it, it, it was like you, you even would affirm that we have different methods and it was just, right. it was like this thing. And I was like, nah, but like, so maybe you just like broke that. I think I just trusted you more. Pull that wall down. I, I just trusted you creatively more. Right. That's what it was. I was just like, I like recognized, because I'm just used to not creating, trusting anybody creatively. Right. Because that's just how it's gone down. What a process everything is. Yeah. Look, look how much time and effort and all that it took I mean, to get where you're at right now. Yeah, and it's not even up or it's going right. to continue your whole life. <laughs> well, right? and, and, but that also is another example of like just like this ego. And I would always think like how – because I feel like Nate like got that really quickly because he was a musician and he had sort of – looked up to the things I had accomplished in that world. But like with you, you, you had this like ego or this, this barrier. And I would always wonder like, how does he not like trust me? Well, he did go to film school. Knowing like what I've done in this other world. Right. But it didn't really mean anything to you because you were just like, (laughs) yeah, that's just different (laughs) or something. But it's just funny how like, yeah, like he said, it is a process and it takes what it takes. And for right. whatever reason, like you, you understand that like I've had a whole lifetime of like failing and learning and trying and, and right. just, just like looking at everything as art. Like everything I've ever done for the past 20 years or plus has been like me trying to package art. Well, yeah, it's weird you say package because I was thinking that too when we were on. I was tripping on shrooms because you can't just. I was like, like, I was like, he, I was like, he figured out a way to like make 
what's in my head like real right there's ways to do that oh you mean like uh with the short film yeah right well we both did it together like you you used us as like muses like you used us as characters and we worked together we went somewhere cool and, and and we used each other to like create something that was kind of real, but like we stretched it a lot, right? Like, and, know, but a lot of the stuff in there was like real. And you know, what, like tripped me out the most was like for like years, dude. Like all I wanted to do was make movies, and like that like senior thesis short film is like all I had for like years. Like, right. This is all I have. This is like the only Which, time. Really, this is the only time I've ever done the thing that I want to do. Yeah. This is the only time. This is all I have. Oh, and like, so I've been trying so hard to like do it and I can't, I would just fail. We, we would try and we'd fail and then I would try on my own and then I fail and I'd just be like, the hardest thing to do with the camera is make a movie. So, and then like, and then all I had to do though, the whole time was just to trust you. Right. And just get out. Just do the improv thing. A, a little bit. And like, that was like, that was like the confirmation that like I was on the right track. Cause I was like, I just had to just fucking listen. Yeah. And it happened. Wow. That's and so now cool. that we did it, I feel like all my dreams are more attainable now. Like we could actually make the things that I'm thinking about, you know, yeah. like, what were you going to say, Billy? So this little film's your second thing you have now. It's technically like my, like my fifth or sixth short film. Oh. But there's so much dog shit in there. I don't even like show people. Well, the bear in the tea kettle was something. No, that was great. I'm talking about like earlier shit I made. Like yeah. you haven't even seen. It's so but, but, bad. Yeah, but you said you failed. But that was something. And then. Um, well, there's. Even. Yeah, the, what were you just, what were you just saying? There's this other thing too, which I, I've learned from Pat and stuff like as an artist. You want to do it the way you want to do it. It's not a reality. You got to do it. You got to like just accept that it's not going to be perfect mm-hmm. and get it out there or else it's never going to get out there. Mm-hmm. So there's like a compromise. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's like a vulnerability aspect. That's really important. And that and like a compromise, you're not completely happy with it, but at least you got some of your ideas in it, you know, like, or maybe you are completely happy. I'm saying with you myself. Yeah, I, I would be working on it for 20 years and it would still not be perfect. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you want something to get out, you got to do it. Okay. This is everything right now, what we're talking about, okay? It takes so much to, to achieve perfection as an artist. And I believe there are some people who have done it like Stanley Kubrick. Okay. He had millions of dollars and he, 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 you know, we're talking about like a lifetime of failing and trying and, and, and until, but the other crazy part of that is like, there's something about like Orson Welles or who's the guy that did citizen Kane. Orson Welles, or was it George Orwell? I was mixed them up. Orson Welles, he's supposedly one of the great. So there's a documentary on him, and um, he talks about the greatest directors are the ones who preside over accidents. Like mm-hmm. that's the great, and I loved when he said that because I feel like when you're, well, no other art form is like making films. There's nothing else like it where, where you, it's truly, it's a true collaboration. It, it really is with, with people, with actors 
and camera guys. I mean, you can't, one person cannot do it. Mm -hmm. Two people can't even really do it. You need like a lot of people to make it happen. We did it with like very few. I mean, what we did, which was, which is kind of amazing because it was pure. Like you got to be super create. You didn't need to be trusting so many other people except for the people that were acting. But, but like this idea of like letting something like letting it happen and like, ah, it's like so hard to explain. It's like, um, watching it, watching the things presiding over accidents. I get it. Watching it. Oh, Oh, that was cool. Let's, and then like guiding it and then like, Oh, something else. And then guiding, like, like when you said we should just kill you during the daytime, Mm -hmm. it was like, Oh yeah. That just like came because mm-hmm. you were like in the inspired, divine inspired moment. And I was like, yeah, it's, we'll get the light and then they'll come home. And it was just like a bunch of things like that were happening, you know, mm-hmm. and you like grab Rudy and then she comes out and then she's like, let me put the thing on my face. And it just like all it's letting it like happen organically. But I mean, if you want to achieve a specific vision, like Quentin Tarantino, like or even her accidentally cutting her finger, all that, that was an accident. like I, that's like almost Hold more. That's a little bit gnarly. I'm like, ooh, I felt that. Yeah, that's you know? almost more fun to me, honestly, than like having like the perfect, like the Coen Brothers. Like they're not doing that. They're like, this is what it's gonna be, yeah. and they're like master filmmakers. But that requires. A lot of organization, a lot of planning, and most importantly, it, it requires money unless you can somehow convince a hundred people yeah. to just do some shit for you on the strength. That's, is- that's the conclusion I've come to with this style of filmmaking that we're doing is, which we might even be like pioneering because we're using TikTok marketing yeah, and we're like sure. using all these platforms to like for sure feed off each other yeah. and like only fans and they're like pre-established characters on social media platforms like that. Yeah. It's maybe some pioneering shit. It's amazing. And it's, it, it's something you can do without like a whole bunch of money. It's, and, a, it's a cheat code is what I call it. It's a cheat code, dude. Yeah. And you get a, you get a cheap great performance. You code? get a great, yeah, I think it's a cheat code. Cause That's there's, cheap. there's this giant gap. No, like cheat, like cheat, cheat code. Okay. Like yeah. in a video game. I, I love that you're, it's like you're, you're you get it finally. And, yeah. and, and, and well, it's doable. Well, well, really, and it's kind of cool because, like you said, you, you're manipulating real life, yeah, sort of. And all it all it comes down to is, oh, if you've tried as long as I've tried, or, or you now have tried, you you eventually you realize, like Noah's realized it. You know, it took him a while, but now he's realizing, like, if you keep trying to do something. You learn, I, I, okay, I, I, we, you need money. You need like a lot of money or else you need to become a, a master God. animator, which is he's trying to do, which is my hat's off to him. Right. He, he's just trying to like make it. He's using the computer to create characters and make things, which I, he's far from where he wants to be, but like, you don't, that's his method. Cause he, whatever, but we're like, like, you know, it's one thing to grab a laptop and like make a beat and like put some auto tune on a voice and like, you can like make some art, but like with like a film, 
you know, you need other people, like I said, and, 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 and if you really want to do it, you're going to figure out, you have to figure out a way to do it. And that's what we're trying to do. We're just trying to figure out a way to do it. And the crazy part is even what we did costed a couple grand. Mm-hmm. I mean, that place was two grand in itself. We had to pay the guy. I mean, right. I, I want I have to, I threw you a G just to, cause you spent fucking 50 hours of your time. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, so even on the level that we're doing it on, like that shit isn't free. Like, and then the, the computers and the equipment and it's, yeah. Uh, so it's hard making movies. It's hard. It's the hardest thing to, to do. It's the hardest thing to do. And, and we, all we're trying to do is figure out a way to do it. That's it. So that's always, it was always frustrating to me when you have people telling you, well, you need an actor, you need a script. And I'm like, dude, I tried that already, man. Like these, these, these people, um, well, it's, I think it's, it's creative that you found a way to be creative that you can actually afford and do. Yeah. And like you said, it might be the pioneer of something. Cause I it's, think so. It's not, it's interesting because it's not fake. Yeah, All, it's yeah. sort of fake, but not really, right? Well, that's the that's other, what makes it kind of intriguing. That, that, that's the other thing that since I don't have the money to do it the way I want to do it, which eventually we will do, do it yeah. that way, I'm sure. Um, I've sort of justified this new thing. And I'm like, you know what? Although I do want to make perfect I understand. films when you're a bazillionaire, you can do that. But, 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 but what I'm saying is I've almost justified in my mind how this is even better because it's different and it's original. Dude, that's you might find thinking. that once you make that's the movie, yeah. Cause I was seeing the same thing. I was like, like, I was like, <laughs> what if we like get all the resources and the money to do the Wes Anderson shit or the Coen brothers shit? And we're like, we kind of just want to keep doing what yeah. we're already doing. That's yeah. what I was thinking It's too. almost, it's almost, yeah, it's unique, but it's like, it's like a, it's a higher level to play with reality yeah. on that. Like people, yeah. it was interesting to see how people processed it. Like in the comments, one guy was like, it was dope. It was like a reality show, but like a movie bro. And, and like, I like oh related the character. And I was like, Whoa, dude. Yeah. yeah Cause the other aspect yeah, is man, these people have a relationship this. with all of you yeah, guys. So they're invested crazy. already. Yeah. It's interesting. It really is. No, it's like, it, it's, we're on to some shit, dude. And I've always like, you know, when you're hanging out with your friends and you know, like when you, what you experienced tripping in the Sierras, like you can't uh, really Elliot, he's got like 40 days sober. I mean, he's blowing me up too. He was in the meeting. Oh, he was. But, um, I, I, I've always thought, man, it would be really hard to get actors to do the type of shit I do with my friends. It's, it's something that's, you you know, things happen when you're with your friends that you can't really put into movies, but you feel it when you're with your friends and you're tripping and you, you've had experiences. I'm sure I've always been like, I would love to make a movie about that, but I can't, (laughs) you can't really like write that type of shit. Although like if you watch Jerry, um, with Ben Aff- with Casey Affleck and Matt Damon, it's a Gus Van Sant film about them being lost in the woods or lost in the desert. There's moments in that film that are like, 
they're like, you, you could tell these two dudes are actual friends and they're just like shooting the shit. And the way they, the way they, 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 the way their banter is, it's like, it just feels like very real. And I think that kind of happens in goodwill hunting too, a little bit. There's a lot of films that have like really good, um, I guess improv or, um, like things that feel very real, like two friends. Yeah. But then when you watch Pulp Fiction, it's, it's you, it's not the same real. It's like, it's like amazing, but it's amazing in a different way or any Aaron Sorkin film. It's like, you know, it's a script and it's, it's very, uh, right. But like those types of movies don't like want it. Like this style fits what I want to do with filmmaking, like, which is like capturing the human condition, like yeah. emotion and like, yeah. like drama and conflict. Yeah. Like, like when me and Rudy are talking in the room, like we don't fi- she doesn't even like finish some of the things that she was saying. She's like, don't kick me. And then, and then she's like, you're just like, like a lot of the stuff that happened in that little film, like it didn't, there was no start or end to the dialogue. It was just like little fragmented mm-hmm. pieces of realness. Mm-hmm. Cause that's how life is. Yeah. Sometimes you don't, get to finish what you're trying to say. Cause someone cuts you off and now we're on a different thing. Like when Oleg was talking about the door getting slammed and then Veronica was like, she said like, I don't know. She just started saying something and she didn't get to finish what she said. And <clears throat> that's a, uh, this is dope. I just hope that just yeah. one more thing I want to ask that's been on my mind before we close up. Yeah. So with your mental health and stuff, how do you feel about it now? Are you like, think you're good or is there some, you going to be all right is basically what I'm asking. Um, yeah, I think I'll be okay. Um, as far as medications go, I'm just on one now. Antidepressant. Um, and then I'm still just seeing my therapist and he like loves the film. Once a week or something. Dude, mine, mine was like loving it too. He was like laughing, and I showed him when I got killed, and he was just like, yeah. he was like dying. Um, because you know, I'm thinking you're doing psychedelics and all this shit. Right. Is this guy an alcoholic? If he is, this might not be good, and right. this and that, and the other thing. And yeah, I guess we'll you just are, find out. Yeah, you are completely in the right to have those concerns. Um, I myself, I don't know. I don't think I'm, I really, I don't know. I could be, I don't know. Well, you're hitting the pin all day. Is that not something that's happening? Yeah. And like, I just don't think I'd have to hit rock bottom, but I'm like not going, you're not ready to go for that. I'm just not going, I'm not, I don't think I'm going downhill though to even hit a rock bottom, but Mm -hmm. maybe I am and I'm unaware. Yeah. That's the thing. We don't know. We just don't know. Right. But like, honestly, dude, I feel really like the best I felt a long time. Oh, good. Like a really long time. Great. But yeah. Yeah. And you're, um, in a good place. Yeah. That's what my therapist said too. He was like, they seem like a really good people. I mean, we're, most of us are sober. And if they're, if, if we're not, we're like very aware of that thing. So it's like, 
you know, when you, if you fall, like we're here, the, the, the weird thing for me is when I have friends who get sober, but they don't like do it. They do it like separately from us. It's like, why would you do that? <laughs> you know, like, what are you, why are you, you're not getting honest. You're hiding, you're doing it on your own, your own way. Like you can do your own thing, but like, like it's not like they're not my friend. They're like, they, they are my friend, but they're like, like Aaron Goodman, for example. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, if anything were to happen, you just talk to us and you're in a good place. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think as far as like the suicidality goes and stuff like that, I think the search for meaning I've had is finally working. I had a suicide attempt not too long ago. It wasn't really an attempt, but I did make a note and I did put oh. a rope oh. and I didn't give the note to anybody, but my ex went in and found it. Um, yeah, because, uh, well, it was pretty rough. It was a couple of years of fucking rough yeah. and there's a family involved and, you know, and plus I've always been suicidal. It's like, Same. that's where I go. Let's just right. check out. That seems like a good option. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate to even admit that, but it's true. So, but I think, no, I don't, I don't think you should hate to admit it because the more you talk about it, I feel like it could lead you, like you keep following the thread and you like really think about it. You might have a different perspective on things. Like I, like my perspective changed, like, yeah, it is meaningless, but like there's this mysterious, this mysterious beauty to human interaction. Mm hmm. Like, what is that? Like, what is these connections you have with people? Like, why, why, you know, another human is the most interesting thing in the world. It's like another psyche. Um, and we're in, in, it is interesting. And in, in, in the face, in the face of the, the biggest uncertainty, they're somehow trying to be happy. They're like celebrating the streets because Biden won, and like, and but if you want to get mystical about it, we don't we don't know that we don't live forever. I mean, we know our bodies die. I mean, we just don't know. There's so much we don't know. Like we know this much, and a sea of not knowing. Mm-hmm. So we don't even know that our existential crisis is real. We we may have just created that shit, and we don't know that. Maybe like tribal communities and stuff that before technology and cities were not pretty stoked most of the time. And that we don't know that there's just so much. And all we know is the time we're living in right now. You know, like, I don't know. All that. I could go on and on and on and on. All all that to me is just like, let's just try to have some fun. Hey, man, let's live, love, breathe, God. let's just try to have some fun here while we're on this earth and be creative and like do some dope shit with our friends. Like that's it, dude. Well, yeah. And there's like the biggest thing that trips me out about right now is the internet. Just the concept of the internet. Oh my God. It's just, it's amazing. It's this thing that like came out so recently and it's just fucking changed everything and like what is it dude if you told somebody about the internet in the year 1800 dude they think you're a fucking witch or a god or like if you show them an iphone the internet it wouldn't even leading somewhere probably 
Well, they think it was like. So alien. what the fuck do they have 200 years from now? Like that we couldn't even compute. Maybe, but you know what's weird to me is like my uncles and older folks. I mean, I'm a, sort of an older folk, but they just don't even get it. Like, right. I, they what, don't even have cell phones. Yeah. What, like what, you call them and they don't answer the phone. When, when I was on the shrooms, I also thought about the internet a lot. I was like, what? I, when I was on shrooms, like I thought about the internet a lot. And it's I was like, the internet yeah. is like, I love the internet. Yeah, I met, I like I'm, grew up on the internet. I love like, that. I like live in the internet. It's See, like, that's why that's part of why I love like young kids like Wickham. Cause they're not, they're so past. Like I'm dealing with people that are like judging this shit. It's like, dude, come off it, bro. Right. It's a medium. Yeah. It's, it's human beings. Right. Are you, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> What do you, what do you, 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 only reason you're mad is because of yourself, right. because you're not getting the results you want. Like, check this out. I wanted to play this. I just had a really crazy, I just felt better for a second because I was detaching myself from the results. Yeah. Like I just felt like excited to talk about how thinking less and wanting less can make you feel like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because if we always want more, I feel like I always have a void and I'm never satisfied. Yeah, and I think for me, it's it's a lot of it has to do with TikTok and social media. And <clears throat> hearing you say you've been doing it less is kind of like almost in a weird way inspiring yeah. to me <laughs> just because I'm like trying to do more. And how does that relate to learning to lose, would you say? Uh, it's not doing less, it's thinking less. It's the awareness, it's the separation from self because self is a paradigm that only knows the past so you can only relive the past just like he just said. And we need to be free of that to really enjoy the moment and the day and live life in a different way. So example, that was fucking off the dome, (laughs) dude. It was just like off the dome. This is the type of shit that we're posting. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and this is a YouTube video I just posted and it's like, you know, you know, you're like a rapper, like a freestyle rapper. You're just like going try. off the dome. He crushes sometimes. <laughs> like, you know, brilliant awareness. Great. Like there's a lot of comments on this video, like brilliant awareness. Great start. These men around each other are the wisest. He just can't understand himself yet. And someone's talking shit about me. It's like funny. I, I'm the one like, this is my channel. You fucking like what are you you trying to he's this fool's trying to talk shit it's just funny people think i'm like crazy they don't think i'm woke because i'm like do a bunch of crazy shit Mm -hmm. but like i'm the one that's like facilitating all of this Mm yeah um yo bro i love when you just have the camera on you guys are just chilling talking about anything bro life whatever really helps me also a lot of people love to just talk about Prayer and re- retraining your brain, catching, replacing negative thoughts. If you create my, um, uh, just like a lot of people, how does Pat and crew actually look more drugged out now when they are sober? When, <laughs> when Pat talked to his phone, it sounds like a crazy meth guy with, <laughs> with a stroke on a three day binge. It's like a mockumentary on sober living. I bet they, sm- I bet they smoke a pound of weed. Kratom and copious amounts of Ritalin 
and claim sober because they only take legal drugs. I love that. That was almost poetic. It's funny. No, but it's amazing because, yeah, like we're almost like more high on life than we are than, than the people that are getting loaded because we're drug addicts and alcoholics, but we're like really living our. Yeah, there's like a side effect of, of hanging out in this house a lot is that everybody else becomes boring because everyone here is so interesting. And so and we're just so self-aware and like looking inwardly and like yeah, being honest, like high levels of honesty, <laughs> like super honest. Yeah, it is weird. We're like really doing something crazy. Sometimes I, some, like when I wear that learning to lose shirt, I'm like, this is a cult. Like Pat yeah. just went all the way. He was like, yeah. fuck a company. Yeah, I'm just going to go straight to the cult part. Yeah. Dude, like, <laughs> you know, like, dude, was... it's so weird because like, I feel like some people come in here and they pick up on it and then other people will come here and they're just like, I'm good. Or there are people that are like watching us from afar, like my friend Kellen. And he's like, he didn't even like want to come to the Halloween party because he's like, this is just too real. I don't know. Sick. I, I, know, I know. If it's it like, is a call, I'm down. It's a sick-ass yeah. call. Yeah. <laughs> With dope merch. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> and, and it's really just the beginning, honestly, when you think about it. I like when you hit people when they're just totally not expecting it, like you did on that. With you? In DDA? Yeah. Well, because I'm in my mind, I'm like, okay, I have... I have a, a theme right now in my mind and I'm like, before I even say anything, I like get my phone out and I, and I go right. like, I, I feel like just recently or not too long ago, we were talking on the phone and you were like, you always have like content. He's like, how do you, you, you were saying yeah, this to me on the I phone. I remember this conversation. He, he, Wickham was saying to me, he's like, you always have like something to, and now I feel like you're, well, you told me the secret. He told me the yeah, secret. Yeah. He was just like, just be honest. That's it. About and I was like, everything. Yeah, and I was like, if I'm honest, there's always some shit going on. Yeah, but you're just too scared to put yeah, it out put there. Yeah, put it out there, yeah. But yeah. now that you've been putting it out there, you've been given more strength. Yeah. You're like, it's not even that serious. It's I'm not, not that fucking important. And yeah, people might talk shit. They might not. Who gives a fuck anyway? We're only going to die at some point. Why are we all tripping so hard on like looking a certain way who gives a fuck it's just weird like the more you do it the easier it is i was weird as like i thought when i was told my therapist and stuff that i was like doing being really honest on the internet and talk about my suicide suicidal stuff on the internet i thought they're gonna be like whoa you should be careful but they're like they weren't really they're like wow this must be a topic people are talking about yeah they're like, this must be really helpful. salient. He's, he was like, this dialogue is really good. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. And that's why that video of you and me went viral. Because it was so real. One guy commented, he's like, I've watched this four times and I don't know why. And this other dude. Wow. Yeah. And this other dude was like, wow, this really said the for you page. Like, See, like that moment is like affecting people. Yeah. And I didn't expect that to blow like See, that. See, this is Where's why. That TikTok? Yeah. This is This why. has 120,000 views. I didn't see that one. This I is, only have like 3,000 followers. Yeah, this is why. Oh, it's on your TikTok. Yeah. Oh. The, 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 What's your handle? W-I-K-V-M. Wickham. W-I-K-V-M. Oh, Wickham. But, but with a V instead of a U. Like ASAP Rocky. Bro, how are, you, how are you still not following him? I don't know. What were you going to say, though? You're about to say something. 
I'm just saying that each person is important. And like he, I don't know, like I feel like we helped him unlock something and now he's just like loose. (laughs) And like you're just coming with the heat and it's good because it's like he didn't, he got real honest real quick. You got 120 something thousand views? My one imitating Pat has 230,000. So wait a second. It, on the learning to lose hashtag, 3, the learning to lose hashtag, I'm the first post, not Pat. Well, how, how did that get filtered? He, I don't how even think he knows what that means. <laughs> so, like, yeah, like this is Wickham's, like, Wickham wait, did this one today. Let me understand. Just watch this. <laughs> Like he he understands the internet, you know what I mean? <laughs> like he's using Rudy as a muse in that. Yeah, how did you get her to do that? You said you were gonna do that, or did you just? Do I just it? told her I was gonna make her famous and shit. She listened to me. Well, she she wants that. She they, wants to do it too. Yeah. No, they, it's beautiful. But look at this one. Look at this I, one. Kissing Rudy for the first time. Her telling me she likes someone else. <laughs> her t- did you see that? Yeah. Me kissing Rudy for the first time. Dude, that like, like ruined her, my day, dude. Posting that Nest Cam video was one of the hardest things I've like done in a long rejected time. Rejected on camera. <laughs> watch him try to kiss her. Watch, watch, watch. like so hard for me to like watch he, wow this, that must have been hard to post he, oh, this, this ruined fool, my day this fool <laughs> grabbed the footage from the mess cam <laughs> see this is why like you know like i uh, see he just he's like he lives in the internet his mind is internet yeah yeah look look look, look 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 marriage is hard you know and <laughs> i'm sore and she's not it works like that's okay ronica when are you gonna stop doing mushrooms and you're gonna stop doing mushrooms. It's just like, <laughs> it's like hard for me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So I can't so believe good. you're not following. I'm gonna just send you this. Um, but yeah, there's a lot. I mean, he just jumped right in, and, and he's, it's almost been like. So you had 3,000 followers, but you get huge views on certain videos. Yeah, it's how possible. Is, why is that? How, it's how, getting on people's for you. I looked at my analytics. And only 4% is from my followers. The rest is all from the FYP. Yeah. Which is fucking crazy. Hmm. And they, they do it. The app does the that. algorithm, yeah. It like somehow knows who follows Pat and who would know. Like People were like, whoa, like I've seen this guy on my For You page before. Like, How does it he's using He's using us. But this one, you have to have her eating. We got to do a good one. Yeah, I kind of was just like playing with it. Yeah, so... But like, you know, there, there's something about like, so you, you need to get to the point like right away, right? So you have to imagine people are scrolling right on their for you page. So like, that's the mistake that like, I think DDA and like Billy make is like, um, even though DDA has over a hundred thousand, but that's just cause he's super hot <laughs> and like, Instagram. and he's just talking about. I don't know. I kind of put him on and he started doing it a lot. He, he stayed consistent and he hit it with us at like a good time. And, but he's staying, he's not growing like past 
uh, one, whatever. It doesn't matter. He's great. We love him. But, but getting to the point quickly is important. Do you know what I'm saying? So, so he just, you know, you, you want to say the thing, but also like filming, not well, just. I agree and don't agree. It depends what you're putting out there. He's yeah. putting out what people love and eat up. I'm putting out some bullshit. Yeah, but it's also the music. No, you're not. Cause and you, people, some people like my you're bullshit. You're not putting out bullshit. You're well, putting out a my, lot of, my, my, this, the biggest video right now that's trending for me is just me and Pat talking to each other. Yeah, like this one. So my psychiatrist like wants me to be sober. Kind of fucked me up a little bit. <laughs> what do you think about that? I couldn't hurt. Right? You know? <laughs> You just reminded me of your dad when you did that. Jump on the train, brother. I mean, I'm at the right place, but I want to. (laughs) Jump on the train, brother. The comments are really interesting. Like, one of them was like, like, um, the energy in this house is like such positive, supportive energy and uh, well i get both like people get, a lot of them are really positive things which is weird because i don't get as much hate as rudy dude i'm hip i'm a hypocrite i read all my comments and like they're chill mm. well uh, yeah but you yeah. haven't yeah but he didn't put himself out there the way she did with the with the no but they were hating on her before that right well there's just fucking weird man like you know what's kind of crazy like these fucking people they see your, your your the truth. Like you're getting really honest. You're right. not really like faking it, right? And they see that. And I sometimes am, and Rudy is sometimes. I think. I don't know. I I, I just think that there's, like, I push it sometimes, but, but that's also how it grows quicker. Um, but then then people get mad because they're seeing me fighting a lot or complaining a lot, but I don't know. I just think that once you get to, once you start getting up into the 50,000, hundred thousand, you just, it's just, you're going to just get a lot of hate. It's just, it. All right. that's just how it goes. Like yeah. in the beginning, it was really awesome for me too. And then, um, you know, once you get up into the, that those higher numbers, you just have, there's just too many people that are just like mad that you're popular and they're like, they don't like that. They're seeing something that's real. It's like weird. It's like you can get away with joking about anything, but as soon as you're doing something that's like real, people want to like weigh in on it and have an opinion about it. Yeah. It's crazy. That is weird. It is kind of weird because they're not, it's like, but wait a second. You just watched 10 other videos of someone pranking their wife or doing some dumb fucking dance or like... Uh, why can't I be honest for like a second? Yeah. like Or why can't we just have like an argument? Like, well, because I guess... Because in real life, when people have arguments, they get angry at the other person and they don't... It's difficult for people to forgive each other. And that's why our our nation is so divided right now because we can't have disagreements and just like let people be so that they, so they watch the realness and they form an opinion about who's right or who's wrong. Mm-hmm. And they fucking, they, they, they have to like be a part of that argument and say, but I do think it's getting better. Like think about 
the culture of the TikTok comments versus YouTube comments versus Facebook comments. Right. Facebook is just negative, toxic bullshit, right? Really? But like TikTok, when you look at some comment sections, they're like, guys, stop making fun of her. And that's like the top comment or like right. body shame or like, or, 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 or it's like, yo, great. Good job here, but like this is not. Yeah, shit. it's not like all negative. Dude, it's the like- Call Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the first one was just the N word, just the whole time. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, what do you mean? It's we were everything's gotten better. Like people don't do that shit anymore. Right. Like, like people they don't say the N word on TikTok. They just know that that hate that amount of hate is is gone. Yeah. Call well, of Duty. Call you say it, you get- after George Floyd. Call of Duty changed their entire, like, after years where you can't have any, like, a racial or hate slurs in your gamer tag or anything, and they'll filter you out, and they'll block you if you do. Wow. After George Floyd, like, that's, everybody in the Call of Duty community was like, yeah, they're like 10 years late. But, like, I think online community is getting better, and, like, whatever's after TikTok is probably going to be even nicer. It's just weird how... Like, what stops a video? Yeah, I guess because we're in, like, a niche. Like, I just recently, like, saw someone, this guy, he got 500,000 followers in two days from a video that just blew. Like, why, how do you get that? It has to be accessible across the board. Yeah. That's why the one I did about... Like walking into the room and just saying, like, yo, my stepmom subscribe. Like, it's not, you don't have to be sober. You don't have to be, you don't have to know what OnlyFans is. You don't have to know. It's just a very, it's accessible. But when, when it's about sobriety or even if it's just like me and Veronica fighting, I feel like kids don't really fuck with that. Like, there's just, just this one video. Have you seen the one where the nurse, the school nurse, gives the kid the ice? All right, guys, I'm gonna check. It All out. right, um, it was great. This was really great. We, this was supposed to be short, and it's already been over two hours. Um, thanks for listening. All uh, right, we'll, we'll, I want to keep talking about this.